back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right, so we're in 2 Kings today. Yep. 2 Kings, bro, picking up right where 1 Kings left off. And remember, they used to be one book, right? right so right, sometimes right. the chapter and even book divisions can be low-key unhelpful. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. This is a continuous narrative that started in First Kings. And, um, yo, the main thing you need to keep in mind, especially in this first part of Second Kings, is the big shift that's going to change here, right? right? The prophetic ministry is going to shift from Elijah to Elisha. Right. Right? So he's going to hand the baton off, and he's going to finish the work that Elijah Started. They right. have this hyphenated ministry, kind of like Joshua and Moses had right. way back when the Exodus time. Right. He brought the people out of the Exodus, uh, out of Egypt. Uh, Joshua brought them into the land. Um, so it's dope here, and I think you should keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. about the prophetic word yeah. this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I love about how this book starts off too is it starts off with the words "after Ahab's death," mm-hmm. which just reminds us no one lives forever, right? <laughs> The bad news that yeah. we find throughout these texts is that good leaders don't last. Mm. The good news is that bad leaders don't last either. Yeah. Everybody has to pass the baton. And one of the things that you see here at the start is, man, look at how far they've come, right? As we talk about this downward spiral. Yeah. So there were times, right? It's like after Moses died, after Joshua died, right? Mm. The people would inquire of the Lord. Mm. Now, when Israel meets the death of its leaders, the next ones don't inquire of God. Mm-hmm. They're inquiring of other gods. Amen. And Pagan you just gods, start yeah. to see yeah, just how far they've gone and veered off of the path. Yep. And so it's like, you know, it's amazing that Ahaziah, like you said, inquires of this other god about um, his trouble. And Elijah is, is like is told by an angel is that is it because there's no God in Israel, right. right? That you went to inquire of another, right. and you see that the king is going to other means of revelation, and we do the same thing right. as well. When we need uh, things done for us, we go to our idols. But idolatry, fam, idolatry can never idols can never save us when right. we are in real trouble, yeah. right? And you see that play out here in this text, right, right, right. Um, and it's crazy that, uh, you know, over and over, like, the Lord is going to tell people to listen to the prophetic word. Right. But not only that, he'll fulfill the prophetic word before their eyes. Right. And so it's like, how blind could they be, in right. a sense, to not trust the prophet, go to the prophet, to hear God's word, even when God's word was being fulfilled right. among them. So Ahaziah ends up dying according to the word of the Lord. Right. Just as the text yeah. says. Yeah. 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 Chapter two is all about this passing of the baton as well, like you mm-hmm. said. And one of the things that I love here too Fire. is like it's not even the passing of the baton from king to king. Prophet. We've already seen that. And that's been somewhat of a fruitless effort, evil after evil. But now what takes place, now we see this unique way that God is intending to lead his people, like mm-hmm. you said, through the prophetic office. And here we see kind of Elisha's coming of age yep. story, right? Yep. His origin story. Yep. And it's crazy here that it's so much in this text and I wish we right. yeah, just don't have time. But yeah, he passes this prophetic ministry on and he's like, let me inherit a double portion of your spirit. They travel, they go from Gilgal to Bethel to the Jordan River. He parts the Jordan River 
And this movement is the same movement of the Israelites right. as they journey into the promised land. Yep. And the parting of the Red Sea echoes back to yep. Moses. And the whole point is that there's this continuity. The same God who was working in the Exodus right. is the same God who was working Amen. now, right? Like the, Elisha is this new Moses like figure. And not only that, bro, you see that only after the the water baptism, if you will, right. is there a transition of the prophetic ministry. Mm. Only after the water baptism of Jesus. Right. Is there a, a transition from John the Baptist right, right, right. to the new prophetic ministry right. of Jesus Christ? Not only that, only after the baptism of the Holy Spirit at yep. Pentecost, is there a transition from the work of the Son on earth to his people working uh, through him in the church? And so you just see all these kind of like echoes in this text um, to show that this is a big moment in history. Not only that, man, you know, he says, let me hear the double portion of your spirit. And many people have pointed out that Elijah is going to perform, or he performed seven miracles. Right. Elisha is going to perform 14 miracles. Mm. So you see, just the power of God is still at work, right. even amongst an idolatrous people. There's still a prophet in Israel mm. because there's still a God in Israel. Amen. And Jesus, too, I love it. He says, I'm going away. I want to send you the Spirit. Right. What, what's going to happen when the Spirit comes? He says, you'll do even greater works That's dope. than I'll do. That's so amazing. you see that as history moves forward, the Lord works even more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Man, chapter three, Joram, man. Uh, interesting how it starts off, right? Just the first three verses. It's going to bring up and say, oh, he did evil in the sight of the Lord. Mm -hmm. But that, uh, but but it's going to say he wasn't as bad as the ones that came before him. He mm -hmm. even made some healthy reform. Mm -hmm. But it does say that he clung to the sins of his forefathers instead of clinging to God, right? And mm -hmm. one of the things we see here is the goal is not just to compare ourselves to other generations, right? The goal is to cling to God in this generation, mm. right? And so, man, as it goes on, right, we start to see this shift. Now there's this one king on the scene, King Jehoshaphat, and we see him, right, leading others to inquire of God for the battle that they go in. And do you know what takes place? the battle goes in their favor, mm. right? And so we just see these glimpses of, all right, Lord, there, uh, yeah, there's these small lights that are shining in the darkness. Yeah, and so Jehoshaphat, right, yeah. rocks with Elisha, Elisha rocks right. with Jehoshaphat. But there, there is, though, too, like this kind of hesitancy on Elisha's side for the right. northern kingdom right. because God is like, They've, they've just gone so far. Right. And so at the end, initially they win. Right. And at the end it says they lost. Right. Right. And so you just see that um, God's judgment is coming upon this northern kingdom, right? Yeah. Because of the sins of Ahab and because of the sins of the people, the sons in his house. And it's amazing, bro. Um, you know, like God's words of judgment are just as sure mm. as his words a blessing, right? Yeah. Like God promised that this thing would spiral. It would right. be a wrap for the Northern Kingdom. Yeah. And you see it coming to pass so much so that Moab, who was a vassal or a servant right. to Israel, is now gaining a victory wow. over Israel. Second Kings 4 comes. You see that um, Elisha is not just one who succeeds, comes after Elijah, but is similar to him as well. Right. So you see that he's going to multiply this woman's well, he's going to promise a woman a son. He will raise her son from the dead. He will make a bad pot of stew good. He will multiply bread for people to eat. And they have some left over, even provide for, he provides for a hundred men. 
with 20 loaves of bread. So you just see the, the power coming through yeah. Elisha. God confirms his word with deeds. Right. Yeah. Right. So you see the, 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 the confirmation of the prophetic word right. coming with powerful deeds. And the same thing happens in the life of the Lord Jesus. Right. He's going to come. He's like, oh, repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. Yeah. And he's going to go heal people yeah. yep. in the promised land. Yeah. And so you see the Lord is confirming his word. Yeah, look it should at, be listened to. Yeah. Look at what takes place here, right? Through the word of the Lord, he's caring for the poor. He's yep. providing nothing out of, or he's providing something out of, Nothing through the word of the Lord, He's promising to bring new life into the world into a closed womb, the birth of the Son. Mm. He's promising to raise a son from the dead, renewed life, ample provision and blessing. Mm. He's purifying what's deadly, and you have right here people are learning to rely on the prophet of God, His words on behalf of God, focusing on Him. And the kings kind of take a back seat here for a minute that even in the midst of corrupt leadership. Mm. God's word and God's blessing can still get through his people. It can cut through corruption. And that's something for us to rejoice in. And it's a it's amazing too. Last thing I want to say is that um, you know, the contrast, yeah. right, between the unfaithfulness and the lack of faith of the kings mm. and the actual faith of the widow. God uh -huh. is using those on the margins of society, right. those in lowly places, mm. to be exemplars of faith yeah. so when we look for people who are really blessed by god right. who have real genuine faith that don't mean we go to the most influential right, people that don't right, mean we right, go to the people right, in power right, right. we go to those who live and abide by the word of the true and living god that's good yeah let's pray father i pray that we would help you to trust what you say more than what we see would you remind us that your word of blessing can cut through the thickest of corruption would you help us to be those that rely completely and totally 